I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to catch up on a few news stories from the last couple of days. Joined by my 5'8", Kit Kat, what's going on? Kit Kat, it's better than Katmandu. It is, it's better. Yeah, I prefer that. But um, no, I'm very excited for this one today. There's a few fun things that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, there's a bit to talk about. Obviously, Vegas approaching very, very quickly. I've got uh, a few rumors to share with you guys coming out of there about teamless and whatnot. Uh, We've got a couple of engagements in Mm -hmm. rugby league that are going to have some unreal rugby league weddings coming our way. Um, Bit to catch up on. There is, there is. How are you? Are you really excited for your Vegas trip? Because you leave very soon. Yeah, well, this time, yeah, this time in a week, I will be in the air. Um, I'm not very good at time differences and whatnot, but I think I will be arriving in LA uh, pretty soon in a week's time. So very exciting. Can't wait to get over there. Uh, obviously, the Kangaroo Tour is going to be super exciting. Going to catch up with people over there, hopefully see a bit of merch. Uh, it's going to be unreal. So if you are going to be there in Vegas, make sure you reach out to me via the IG. Uh, we'll organise a few catch and whatnot. It's going to be a pretty hectic week, uh, but really, really looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. Your boys made it as well. Uh, he got some accreditation from a media pass from you the NRL. Did. So we're going to be in there like swimwear, enjoying ourselves. Can't wait for that. I love that it's going to be Channel 9, KO, all these major broadcasters and rugby league guru in that media room, exactly where you should be. Well, I got my media pass the other day and it says uh, it's got my name and then it says rugby league guru journalist and I thought, ooh, ooh, I don't know about that, but uh, sure. But shout out to the NRL for sorting that out. Uh, It's great to see uh, the NRL and clubs. We've spoken about this a lot, Kat, especially Mm. on shows like this. We'll talk about it more. Um, Starting to get social media people more involved. I think it is the way of the future. So unreal for an event like this. Uh, Very, very excited. Yeah, I think sometimes you have just as much eyes on you as the broadcast media, so it's definitely worth it. But let's jump into this first story. We're starting on a really light and happy note. We love Jake Trevojevic. If you don't love Gerbo, what are you doing? But he's engaged. 
guru. And it's a lovely engagement because it is to Corey Waddell's sister, Alex Waddell. And I just love the fact that this is not just a rugby league couple, but a, a Manly Seagulls couple. Yeah, Manly Seagulls couple. I uh, I actually didn't realise that it was Corey's sister uh, until you mentioned it this morning. So that's unreal to see. We joked the other day on Bloke in a Bar that we were very disappointed in the engagement post. There was no signs of thumbs up or anything anywhere, uh, which is very unlike Gerbo. But uh, congratulations uh, t- to both of them. Fantastic story. Rugby league weddings, nothing could possibly go wrong. Speaking of rugby league weddings, mm. uh, this might be the wedding of the century coming our way in Jerringong. Uh, to South Coast sweethearts, Ruben Garrick and uh, a Wishart. I'm not sure what her name is. The younger, I think, younger sister of Tyrant Wishart, I believe, younger sister, uh, and of course, daughter of I want to say Riley Wishart, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think her name is Riley. That yeah, rings a bell. so congratulations to them. I was in Jerringong on the weekend. Obviously, uh, Rod still lives down there, doing great things. So, uh, mate. The, the Garrick slash Wishart family, they'll be on the hill at Jerringong, might have the reception at Mick Cronin Oval. They are going to be absolutely flying there. And once again, rugby league weddings, what can possibly go wrong, huh? I also want to know which Manly player will be the next to, to get engaged to another rugby league uh, yeah. family member. Hot field. Mm. Some good-looking roosters over there at the Manly Seagulls. But, yeah, great news stories there, engagements. Great to hear. What else we got, Kat? Well, I mean, there's some Vegas news as well. So Mm. with this, as you said, impending trip to Vegas, we're constantly questioning whether or not certain players are going to go. And we do have, I guess, the final word on Josh Schuster and the fact that he's not going to be making that round one game in Vegas. Yeah, it's great to see. Uh, obviously, you know, we, we just mentioned now the questions are about who's going to go to Vegas as far as who's going to be in the teams. But, you know, it was only four or five weeks ago. It was who's going to be allowed to go to Vegas. Thankfully, the NRL, they've jumped over those hurdles, which is great to see. We're going to see all of our superstars because I know it was a little bit hairy for a moment there, a bit hairy McCleary. Uh, but we are going to see our superstars over there, which is fantastic. Uh, Josh Schuster, yeah, it's been announced that uh, he reportedly won't be going over there. Um, I actually don't mind this for Schuster, to be honest with you. I think that... Ben Trevojevic has brained it. I'm obviously biased. He's in my draft team, so I want him to be there. Uh, but you know what, Schuster, I think it's fantastic that he's going to have his back against the wall now and Manly are going to say, hey, we've got a 5'8". We've got a left-edge back rower that are both going to be playing at a high click. Schuster's got all the ability in the world. I'm really looking forward to seeing how he responds to this because Schuster coming through the grades was the biggest freak. He was the biggest talent. It all came to him quite easily because he was just so naturally talented. Mm. Um now he's had a few setbacks. You remember like he came in his first season, I think his first touch, Benji said it was the the best first touch he's ever seen by a first grader or something wow. like that. Um, sometimes in the NRL and no, just not sometimes, just about every single player that's ever played NRL, at some point they get punched in the face and it's about how they respond to it. And Schuster's just been absolutely belted in the face and mm. I cannot wait to see how he responds to it. It could, in a weird way, it could be the making of him. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a character building thing too because – We've, we actually spoke about this last week, but he's so naturally gifted that sometimes the things that come so naturally to him is something that another player is trained really hard to do. And so yep. they're less likely to take that for granted. And so I think to your point, being put in the position to have to fight a little bit more for that spot is probably actually a, a silver lining for him. And the scary thing is he has got so much ability that – if he does respond well to this, like honestly, he's got so much ability. He could be playing Origin in six mm. months. He he has just and like people laugh at that and all that stuff like that. But twelve months ago, before he played five eight, when he was playing back rower, he was on the radar of playing Origin. He has yep. got 
that much ability. He's just got to sort out all the other stuff. And he's 21, 22. Could be, I, I can't remember how old Schuster is, but he's quite young. Um, give him time. I just, I, I think this will be a really good experience for him. It would suck for him right now. But I think long-term, this could be the absolute making of Josh Schuster. Um, now, I've got a bit of mail from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, mm -hmm. okay. which I think is very interesting, especially for you super coach players out there. In particular, you draft players, and I'm sure a lot of you will be drafting this weekend or in the next week or so. I'm hearing that Peter Mamazellis, uh, this was the big fear with me around Damien Cook, uh, I believe he's going to win the 14 jersey. So very, very interesting. That that will mean, I would assume, reduced minutes for Damien Cook. Um, this doesn't shock me, Kat, off mm. the back of Mamazellis. We spoke about it a few weeks ago, re-signing on a three-year deal. Yeah. Um, I don't think you sign a three-year deal for another 12 months to play reserve grade at, I think he's 23, 24, Mamazellis. Yeah, he's, I believe he's 23. Yeah, very talented. So uh, I think you will see Mamazellis line up in Jersey 14 for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in Vegas. And I think uh, when they return as well. So something to keep in mind if you're in a Supercoach draft comp, you're looking at mm. Damian Cook. He's normally right up there. Hooker's a very shallow position. Just keep that in mind. I think he will play limited minutes. Maybe it'll be the Harry Grant effect, Cat, where he plays less minutes, but he does more in those minutes because he's got more energy. Uh, but just at Cookie's age and everything, mm. it worries me a little bit. And with the way that they play with Cody Walker, Latrell, Jack, all these superstars – I, I, I'm just – I think it will hinder uh, Damien Cook as a super coach, a draft player. And classic, obviously, I don't think many of us were considering Damien Cook, but if you were going a little pod play, it has been very consistent for years. It's a no bueno for me at the moment. Yeah, no, and I think as a South Sydney supporter, I'm kind of – glad that they're they're taking a more conservative approach with Cookie potentially for round one because he is one of those players you you want that longevity out of him for the whole season and we don't know what this overseas travel is going to look like for yep. these guys and what it's going to take to bounce back and I'm not saying he's precious by any means but I do think like you said, he's a little older. I think they should make it as comfortable as they can for him. I completely agree and I think that if you guys are to compete for a, a premiership at the end of the season – I'm okay with Damien Cook being a little bit fresher. Yeah, I'm completely fine with it. We know Peter Mavazelis, he can play at a high click. Um, you know, And you know what? Like if you look at probably the 25 minutes that he will come on, uh, who would I rather have on in that period of time? Would it be Damien Cook after playing 60 minutes or a fresh Peter Mavazelis? If I'm the if I'm the opposition, I'm going. Give me Damien Cook. At least I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Mamazelis brings that unknown factor. He's got a really good running game. A heap to like there. Uh, other things out of Vegas. Uh, we already mentioned. Obviously, Josh Schuster. It looks like Carl uh, Lawton might be the 14 for the Seagulls, or they just run uh, Lockie Croker for 80 minutes. Obviously, the two other hookers, Chan Kum Tong and Humphreys. I didn't even think about it when we went through live uh, the team list yesterday, but they've both been named for this weekend. Mm. So. I mean, they could still get over there. Yeah. That's do we week. know? I mean, we know that Roosters have gone over, South Sydney have gone over. Do we know when Manly are going over? I would over? say they'd be going over in the next day or two. Yeah, you'd uh, think so. Surely. Like they're all doing training camps in Arizona and other places. San so. Diego. Yeah. And I, you know what? I would assume that if they're not sending Schuster, they're probably not going to send these two yeah. after that trial. No, I just don't fair. think it makes sense. So Carl uh, Lawton may have won the 14 jersey for the Manly Seagulls. I think that probably makes the most sense. Lockie Croker might be an 80-minute nine to start the season. We'll see how it plays out. It kind of, in hindsight now, it frustrated me why Carl Lawton was playing nine in those trials the other mm. day. Um, but now if you know. that was the plan, kind of makes sense. But yeah. I would have really liked to have seen one of these two young guys 
get a gig. I think that would have been good. Uh, the other news, obviously, the big talking point out of the Roosters all off-season cat has been, and, yeah, we haven't spoken about a beers and break evens last week. Who's going to play centre? Where's Suwali, Billy Smith? Um, obviously, it looks like Billy Smith's one left centre. My mail was that he'd one left centre before that trial on the weekend, and Suwali was actually going to miss the side. But... So, Ali, he will now come into the team because obviously Dom Young's injured. We wish him all the very best, don't we? Yeah, we do. That crusher tackle was something else uh, over the weekend. But all that matters is that he's good. But speaking of Dom Young, on to the next story. Now, this is one that is a personal favourite of mine because I used to love the NRL races when they used to hold them to figure out who was actually the fastest player in the game. Yeah, I think they used to have them on like grand final day and stuff. Uh, uh, it's, it's probably a bit tough to get players to do that sort of stuff nowadays. Uh, I remember they also about 15 years ago, or pro- probably more than that actually, like, like in the late 90s, I think they had one at ES Marks over there at Moore Park. And then I think in the last 10 or 15 years, they had another one, I believe, like GI ran in that. I think Lockie Turner won it. They had a few different athletes. Uh, but I believe the great Roger is doing one as well at the moment, or he's already done one. What, what, what's the yarn there? Well, I believe he's already done it because he's teasing the fact that he already has a result. He's raced the likes of Dom Young, Bronson Sherry, Jason Sarr. Well, he's already done it? He's already done it. I'll tell you what, let's go straight to the source. Okay. I'll get Roger the Dodger on here. One of the great fellas, one of the great personalities in, I was going to say rugby league, but in sport in mm. general. Um, let's get Roger on the on the dog and bone. <laughs> Hello. Rog, it's Guru, mate. You're live on the podcast. What's going on? <laughs> what what uh, this pleasure. Well, uh, you just came up in conversation, as you do quite often, mate, one of the great personalities of sport. Um, you've got a race, I believe, that you've already done. Is, is this true? I, I, I can't believe how much it's trended. The, the race has gone berserk. I, I just started a TikTok account about my, not, not myself, my, my business manager, and she was telling me it's like I've only got a small amount of followers. Had like two hundred twenty thousand views. Wow. Um, is it true? Wow. Bloody eyes. And who was in the race, mate? Because it was weird. You didn't give me an invite. <laughs> yeah, and it's because I, I, I tell you why. I just <laughs> I don't know if I want to know why, but proceed. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out there as a teaser first, like just to see. Yeah, are you actually interested in it or is it all just talk? Nah, mate, all sizzle, no steak over here, believe me. All sizzle. Fuck me dead, it's sizzle, yeah. My <laughs> cock just went up berserk with it. It's just been phenomenal. So the who was in it? Yeah. Well, it's not bad for a guy who's just a, a you know, I'm not associated to any team. So to get a, a, a lineup, it's going to be difficult because, you know, I'd have to get everybody, every star from every team and it's difficult because they all have been different states or certainly not all in the eastern suburbs. So I put a handy lineup together. Um, it was just a coincidence. I just, we just thought about it right on the day. It wasn't planned. Or they were all there training at the same time. I'm just looking around. I'm just like, fuck me, this is a pretty good this is a pretty good star starter field here if I can just put this together. So I had Tom Wright as a flyer from the Brumbies who mm. had a stint in the rugby league. You probably know. He, he's know very talented, mate. I, I, I always rated Tommy Wright. Oh, there you go. So he is, and he and he's actually lightning on his feet. Yep. Then I had a guy that made maybe this is one person you wouldn't know. His guy called Ruben Love. He is one of the one of the well most well gifted all round athletes I've ever seen. Not to be honest, I've been in the industry a very long time. So he came he came from the Hurricanes. He flew down specifically to train with me. 
He's on the uh, All Black shortlist. He more than likely, well, he's hoping to make the All Blacks. And if he doesn't, you know, I, I wouldn't say a, a code slot might not be out of the question. He loves Australia. He loves being here in Sydney. And then we've got three of the guys that you guys all talk about all the time, you know, Sherry, mm. Saab and Young. Mate, uh, the thing that stood out to me from the trials on the weekend was the chase down that Dom Young put on, the manly winger. Uh, he came from the other corner post. He ran him down in about 70 metres. It was unbelievable. Phenomenal. In actual fact, he overran him. He got there that quickly. He was surprised that he overran him and the guy had an opportunity to step back inside and offside the ball and they ended up scoring a try. He was a bit filthy on that. He was like, oh, he said, I didn't think I'd get to him so quickly. Yeah. Um, but uh, that doesn't mean he won the race, Guru. Mm. Yeah, I, mate, if I had to put my money on someone, I would probably go with Jason Saab would be my tip. I know you won't reveal anything to us, but yeah. did the result surprise you or not? The placings, not the winner. Yeah, okay. Interesting. And, mate, oh, of course, uh, you mentioned Bronson there. Uh, you know, yeah. you do the crime, you do the time, all that sort of stuff. Sure, it's great to have him back in the game. And, geez, you must have been excited um, like to see how he so went. Proud of him. Yeah. yeah, I like I had a real good week as far as the athletes that I support. I thought Tedesco was pretty decent as well. You know, I, I, you know, regardless, I know he had a couple of handling the handling errors, and I thought maybe Roosters might have should have put a lot more on that team. You know, I, you're you're the expert when it comes to rugby league, but I was I was more interested in how how nicely he moved on his feet. Yep. I don't know if anyone paid any interest in that, but for me that was a, a good coup. Then he came back to me with his GPS recordings and his times were much better than they were last year, and so that was one win. Obviously, I had a win with Kirtley, Kirtley getting um, exonerated, and now he's going to be on the lookout to maybe even a code swap, but I can't let you out, can't let any further information out than that, but more than likely, don't be surprised to see him in a rugby league jersey. I'm not sure what club is. And then um, Bronson, I thought Bronson was phenomenal. For first game back for four years, he was that fucking nervous drove me insane all week <laughs> and I just said just mate just do what you've got to do don't don't try and do too much you've got no point to prove in actual fact he exceeded my expectations and then having a little skip to the side with a little bit of burst of acceleration crossing crossing over the try line that was just like the ice cream on the cake yeah mate I had no doubt that Bronson would be back and would be successful but I didn't expect it to be in the first half of his first game it was incredible well, I think I think Ciro actually said that, didn't he? He was sort of saying that, you know, I, I was now was thinking to expect to pick him maybe halfway through the year and now looks at this trial, he's sort of forced out. Um, what's his name? Yeah, well, there's Karaz. a few options there, like um, Connor Tracy yeah, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, actually, he wasn't named, was he? No. No, no I, I think he's still coming back from injury, Kiraz. So we'll see how we go, but... Geez, Bronson couldn't have done much more, mate. So where, where, when will we see this race, brother? Like, are we? Is it well, going to be on social you know, media you or what? what? I'm going to tell you something, Guru. Right? I'm going to drop it on April's Fool's Day and see if people have been fooled or they're just going to actually see the race. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're good. <laughs> this is great. I, I think I, I think I'm a marketing genius, mate. Speaking of marketing, are, 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 you, are you looking for a sponsor for it or what? What's going on? Oh, I'd love that big time. Yeah. You want to come on board? I've got no money, mate, but uh, <laughs> maybe we can find someone for you. Well, mate, I'm telling you that much. I'm a 56-year-old that gets fucking plenty of traction and not scared to do one thing at all. <laughs> you might even see me run on the field in the nude, and if you want to sponsor, I'll put the logo on my cock. That's what scares me the most about sponsoring, mate. 
<laughs> I love you, Guru. Petrifies me. Mate, I love you as well. Thank you for joining us and I'll uh, I'll catch up with you soon, okay? Take care, brother. See you, brother. Cheers, mate. Cat, that is super exciting. I love this. He's he's such an interesting character. I love Roger. He's the most interesting cat of all time. I've got all the time in the world for Roger. He's unreal. Um, I reckon Saab. Yeah. My money is on Saab as well. And I think that it's interesting he said that it's the placements that, that yeah. got him. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you, if you could just guess, just give an order to those five what do you think the well, placement is? Well, what did he say? Are? Bronson, Saab, this this Ruben Love that I, I know he, he's got all the time in the yeah. world for. So Tom Wright. Tommy Wright, yeah. Dom Young, Jason Saab, <sighs> Ruben Love, Bronson Sherry. I reckon it would have gone Saab, Dom Young. Um, it's, it's hard to place the two union boys. I'm not mm. quite sure where they'd place. But I reckon him being surprised, I reckon that says to me that Bronson got a little bit higher than what he expected. That would be my tip. Ooh, that's or a- maybe the Union boys jumped out of the ground. As I said, I remember last time we had this race and Lockie Turner absolutely brained it, come from nowhere. So maybe it's a similar situation, but I I just can't see anyone beating. And you know what? If Dom, if I didn't see Dom Young run um, chase down the Manly winger the other day, I would have had Saab as my first by a long way. But watching that the other day, maybe Dom Young did. Mm. Maybe he's a little sniff. I still think... A hundred meters, it's Jason Saab. Yeah, I yeah. think it, it's a tough one though because we haven't really seen them in this environment in this exact context, and I guess that's the appeal of what Roger's doing. Yeah, like I, I can't wait to actually see it for myself. Yeah, some some good little uh, some good little bites there from Roger as well with, with a few other things there. But yeah, uh, if you are a sponsor out there or you got a business or whatnot and you would like to sponsor that, I think it'll go huge on mm. social media and whatnot. So definitely reach out to Roger uh, or send me a message. I can pass it on to Rog. Uh, plenty of opportunities there just quietly, Kat. Oh, yeah, get around it. And I think uh, worst case, little rugby league guru sponsorship, why not? Uh, we'll see. Absolute worst case, we get to see Rog in the nude. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone kicks a goal as I would say. Many types of goals. Uh, now, Kat, something that caught my eye over the weekend uh, was obviously the Penrith Panthers are over there for the World Club Challenge in England. Um, and I believe they were at Man City HQ the other day. This obviously isn't my world, but my God, these are your two worlds colliding uh, at the perfect moment. Obviously, Mary Fowler's club over there. Uh, I'm going to stop talking out of my ass because I really don't <laughs> know what's going on here and I'm going to throw to you. Take us away. Well, as you said, they're in England for the World Club Challenge and if you have access to facilities like that of Manchester City, you're going to use them. I mean, once again, it's always debatable how big of a club Manchester Manchester City really is but you cannot deny the financial power of that club and the facilities would be unbelievable. Can, can I just jump in there? And I, yeah. You're obviously referring to Kempi's post the other day that went nuts. Yeah. Uh, I read through some of the comments. No fuck all about soccer, yeah? Can't stress <laughs> that enough. But I, the little I do know about soccer is that Man City, like it's all I've heard about for the last mm. five or six years from the very little I listen to. Yeah. Surely it's not an outrageous thing to call them a big club. No, they are a big club. They've won the treble. They're under Pep Guardiola, their manager. They have done everything that you can pretty much do yeah. as an English club in Europe. Uh, but like I surely think- Penrith is a big club now, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
I'd say they're on par with one another. The difference, though, is that Manchester City kind of came into financial power a little bit later than a lot of other clubs. And so they've built up really quickly over a shorter period of time than other clubs. So people debate how big they are because their fan base is not quite as big as Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, but it does not take away from what they've achieved on the pitch. Yeah, right. Okay. But anyway, there we go. There we go. So obviously Mary Fowler plays for Manchester City, but I think people were making some jokes that it was bring your boyfriend to work day at Manchester (laughs) City. That's great. But in reality she, unless this was a photo from last week when she was still in England, I do believe she's in camp for Matilda's duty at the moment. So not true, but um, it's pretty cool. I do love this crossover. It does get me very excited. Yeah, I I think it's great. We spoke briefly about it last week, but... I love it. I think it's unreal. I love how much people care too. I know. It's great. I know. Now I've got to ask you, do you have a Premier League club? Uh, I'll tell you what. I went to school with the great Massimo Luongo. Um, We were in the same year and whatnot. Um, I remember like we used to have like PE and stuff where we'd play soccer and Massimo would absolutely tear us a new asshole. Uh, It was brutal to watch. Um, And every time he used to keep the ball, he used to scare the living shit out of me. It just would zing past all of us. Just get the hell out of the way. Um, So Massimo plays for... Ipswich Town. He's uh, in the... They're in the championships. It's not Mm. Premier League, but it could very well be Premier League team at some point in the future. Big Ipswich Town guy over here. Oh, yeah. I can I'll always tell. support Massimo. Uh, but no, I couldn't tell you. I'm not sure if I've ever watched a game, well, to be completely honest with you. now that I am a part of the Centre of Excellence, there will be some football on those TVs. You reckon? I will do my best. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, happy, to, I'm, I'm happy to give it a crack. Who, who do you go for? I am a hardcore Liverpool you. Is that who Tim support. goes for? Yes. yes. So Timmy and I, we connected on the fact that we are Liverpool supporters yeah, nice. uh, when we first met. So Yeah. I notice uh, I always hear about the um, Fantasy Premier League. Apparently it's massive over yeah. there. It, uh, it's, it's pretty big here as well actually. I've yeah. done it for years. I, I made a, a choice to prioritise my mental health this season and I didn't do it. And anyone who plays that will understand it really is. I mean, anyone who plays a fantasy sport of any kind will understand that at times it feels like another job. So I just, I had to part ways this season. Yeah. It felt like another job for a long time. Then I made it another job, which was a big, (laughs) big shift. Um, Yeah. That's unreal. Um, Any other news topics, anything else we've got to cover? Yeah. I mean, a player that you've always got a close eye on is Chance Nicol Klockstad. Oh, yes. He, I believe, is in doubt for round one. Um, now, he's obviously the Warriors' fullback, so it's, it's a big call if he's not playing in round one. Um, but I'll throw to you. What yeah. do you think this means for that side? Yeah, um, Chance, I, I think the Warriors have known for a little bit that he might not feature in round one. Um, and I, I've seen a lot of people on social media going, we get to see Roger at one. Um my mail is that you actually won't see Roger at one. And I think the trials are very telling from the other day. Um, I think you will see Tane Torpicky, who's obviously come down from the Queensland Cup over the last few years. Um, very talented guy. They used to call him the magician when he was playing up there. Uh, highlight reel on legs kind of guy. Personally, I would love to see Roger play fullback. Uh, that would be my choice. But I think the Warriors are going all in on Roger playing centre this year. So even though Chance is out, uh, do prepare yourself to see Tane Torpicky at fullback. Uh, for round one if Chance is still out, which I believe he will be. So, yeah, just a little something to watch there. But I do think – and I, it's it's probably – it's one of my bigger watches this weekend, Kat. There's a lot to keep our eye on, uh, Josh Curran in particular for my draft team. But Roger Tuovasa-Shek, um, 
I, I reckon you'll start to see him float a little bit more as we go. I think it just makes sense. you got a superstar like him sitting out there at left centre and he's going to carve it up out there. Uh, but I think he'll start to float. And I'll tell you what, if at any point he crosses that, that 50% line and goes mm-hmm. over to the right side at any point, Kat, <laughs> my God, I will fall on my sword as far as my super coach take goes with Roger the Dodger um, and I will seriously be considering him. So something to keep an eye on there. I've had a couple of Rogers on today. It's been good fun. It's like the episode of Rogers. Yeah. keep. I don't know any other Rogers but uh, – I, th- I think I'm capped out of Rogers now, but uh, uh, unless, unless you've got a, a connection to Federer, which I doubt you do, but I wouldn't rule it out. Do you know what? Speaking of sports, you yeah. know, that we're into, I I have to say one of the best moments of my life was a semi-final that I went to Australian Open between Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. Now, for those at home, I am a huge Rafael Nadal fan, okay, beyond. Like I yeah. know his whole life story and I'm not proud of that, but I... <laughs> I just I know everything there is to know, and um, I've followed. So did you just group. say you were at that game? I was at that game. I know. Did you have to donate a kidney or something? Here? No. So anyone, if you've been to the Australian Open, one of the uh, the hardest things about buying tickets yeah. is it's it's kind of like any finals round, right? Where you can go, I want to attend this day, this time. And you kind of hope that your team is still there or your player is still there okay. by that point because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's playoffs or yeah. You know, it's it's it, it's sudden death. Yes. I lost the word. But it's like a sudden death tournament, of course. So we worked out that if we if he was to make it to the semifinal, mm-hmm. this being Rafael Nadal, this was the exact game that we needed to book. Yeah, wow. And we just had our fingers crossed that we wouldn't end up watching two absolute randoms that we didn't care about. And we got the best of both worlds. We got those two players against each other. That's one of the greatest plays in sporting history to yeah. nail that. That's unbelievable. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know much about tennis, not overly care that much about tennis, but my God, I'd give my right arm to sit there and watch that. Wow. That's incredible. I'd give your right arm. That's massive. Maybe my left. Is... I probably need my right to be fair, <laughs> but that's pretty special. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? I know there was one question, uh, a question you actually asked me off uh, off air earlier. Now, going back to Manly Seagulls, they made some news headlines this week that were a little <laughs> on the funnier side. And, of course, um, your Hello Sport mates had a bit of a joke about this one too. But you actually asked me what was the go with yeah, I, um, I've seen it all on social media. I actually haven't listened to Tom and Eddie. Uh, I was actually – I happened to be in the studio when they were making the thumbnail for the episode, so I heard them talk about it briefly. Yeah. It sounded hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, what, what's actually doing so, here? So there's – we've all heard about this Tinder ban for the Manly Seagulls and apparently they've been advised by their club to stay off Tinder for the duration of their time in Vegas. Mm. Um, and, you know, Tom and Eddie were, were very – they questioned yeah. the approach. But um, basically the story behind that is Michael Maligan, who is the managing director of Anchor Security, and he's been working with the Seagulls for the past 10 years. He advised them to stay off Tinder but because he said that people are going to be taking advantage of the boys. And since they announced that the teams were coming to Vegas quite a while ago, there's People have had ample time to do research to know what the players look like. He's basically saying that they're sitting ducks for um, something to just go very wrong. Yeah, right. It's interesting. Now, been a while since I was on Tinder, obviously, a married man, <laughs> but you can like you can preset your location to somewhere, can't you? Mm, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. the boys could set their location to Vegas right now and already start 
alley-ooping themselves to potentially do well over there, correct? Yeah, I really hope their heads are in the game. I, I hope their heads are in the game, but um, rugby league will rugby league, obviously. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I, uh, I had not even considered that side of this. Um, yeah. Scary. Yeah, definitely. And I think, granted, it's it's been talked about quite a lot, but I think when you look at the reason behind and the fact this has come from yeah, you know, the managing sense. director of an affiliate security company, of course you're <laughs> going to scare people a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, hopefully nothing comes of that. I think yes. that's the absolute best case scenario there. Uh, but I will be going to have a listen to Tom and Eddie's take on that. I'm sure it will be hilarious. I believe I heard chastity he, belts thrown around the other day. Yeah, which I... Remember, I put it on when when we were both in the studio, and I was in oh, tears right. over it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very Unreal. funny. Definitely. By the way, guys, um, if you haven't caught up on it already, I've joined about even this year, so I uh, go and have a look at that. Uh, the betting show with Neds, we're obviously partnered with Neds for 2024 as well, so plenty of content coming your way. But about even, uh, it'll be on the Hello Sport YouTube channel on their podcast streams. Go follow about even uh, on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Uh, cracking first episode, cut cracking. Oh. Episode. Yeah, from what I've heard so far, I got a bit of the inside scoop. It sounds hilarious. But while we're on Hello Sport, I have to ask oh you. Oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Now, last week, Guru had a really big day out. I was I was in the studio just doing my thing. And then you came back into, into our studio, into the Centre of Excellence, and he said, God, it was hot at Hello Sport. <laughs> he was sweating buckets over there. Yes. Now, tell me something's actually come from this. Yeah, so uh, last week we had the Could Be Anything photo shoot, myself, Kempi and the Waterboy. Uh, we were down, we went to a park, uh, we took some photos, we took some videos. Um, it was hot. It was warm down there. I was sweating Melbourne storms over there uh, for about an hour and a half. We're out in the sun. I then you guys would have seen that video last week where I was kicking the ball at the crossbar. That took longer than it should have taken. We're running back and forth, me and Maddie. I, I was so sweaty. It was not even funny. And I knew that I'd, I'd already said to Tom and Eddie that day I would pop in for episode 600. And I honestly, I got back to my car, had the aircon bled up and thought, my God, do I want to go there? I am so sweaty. I'm an absolute mess. Then I thought, it's episode 600. Do it for the boys. It'll be funny. Uh, so I go in there and I literally, I walk in there, I sit in my spot on the lounge. By the way, shout out to the boys. It's the most uncomfortable lounge of all time. Um, I sit down and I've got Jarch next to me. And the first story Jarch tells is about how much he sweats and that when he starts to think about how much he sweats, he sweats more. And I'm just sitting there going, my God, I can feel beads of sweat down my back <laughs> like racehorses the whole time he's talking about this so then he rattled me and then I'm thinking more about it anyway so then we get to the and, and there was at one point I was like my god I know I'm gonna leave a massive sweat patch on this lounge 100 I know it's gonna happen and I said to the boys at one point you go back and watch the tape I said to them how long you got left to where at seven hours I said oh, an hour and a half and I just went I don't have an hour and a half in me we had to drop beers and break evens you were waiting for me to come back up so I eventually had to leave and I stood up and I saw on the lounge there was a sweat patch there and I thought fuck but then I was too far of a distance away from it to then like move the cushions and try and cover it so I was like uh maybe they won't notice it maybe you can't see it on the cameras but I was pretty confident you could anyway I walk back here into the studio. 
You go, how did everything go? And all sweet, except I'm very confident that when this drops at 6 p.m. tomorrow, by 7 p.m., punters and dribblers is going to go nuts for this sweat patch I've left on this lounge because it is ridiculous. Tom and Eddie don't have aircon or anything in their studio. It was a hot day. We had fans on us, but I was absolutely, I was sweating yeah, before I got in there. It's hot in there. It was a hot box in there. Um, anyway, one day passed. Two days passes, three days passes. I'm like, you know what? I might have got away with the crime of the century because I thought I was going to get crucified on punters and dribblers. And then yesterday I get a notification and all I saw on the little notification was the words sweaty bumhole and I thought, fuck, it's happened. It has happened. Opened it up <laughs> and there was a screenshot on so on punters and dribblers. Uh, so, yeah, had to uh, take my medicine there and own up to it, which wasn't great. We mentioned it on about even this week. We have a giggle about it too. But, uh, yeah, not, not, not great for the old self-confidence, but we move. <laughs> we keep cooking and we move forward. Uh, was sweating up a storm and myself and Kat have a constant argument over uh, Kat Seemingly, as soon as there's a light breeze, she's freezing cold all the time. I'm always sweating a storm. I'm sitting in front of these yeah. lights all the time. So I want the aircon on constantly and Kat never wants it on. So yeah. uh, it's a running battle, isn't it? it I is. like it to be a meat locker in here. Yeah, yeah. So like the, the meat locker thing, not really my vibe. I get yeah, very sensitive to the cold. We're going to get a, a puffer made with Guru Some Guru logos. branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, in an ideal world, I would have some dead cows hanging from oh the roof my. in here and have it freezing. And Tim's the same. So especially for beers and break-evens, you are heavily outnumbered. Yeah, no. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay to – I'm not the decision maker. Yeah, so if you are sitting in here on a February day when it's 30 degrees and you notice that Kat's got three jumpers on, that's because <laughs> I have set the aircon to about <laughs> minus four degrees. So, yeah, um, it is good to be humbled sometimes. Yeah. And, my God, I was humbled in the last 24 hours. Uh, but when these things happen, you got to lean into it. Mm. you got to steer in. Mm. Yeah, not ideal, but uh, no. I'm surprised it took a week. I thought it would take hours for it to happen. Yeah, I feel like they sat on that, waited till you felt like it had passed and then said, now launch. If so, they nailed it. Yeah. I was feeling very confident that I'd got away with it and uh, the punters and the dribblers, they are undefeated The punters, again. the dribblers and the sweaters. Yeah, the sweaters, Jesus. Very tough gig. You will enjoy this. My favourite, um, and I believe Bradley posted it, uh, big fan of the Guru podcast as well, so shout out to you, Brad. He posted the picture from the Seinfeld episode where uh, uh, Pappy comes in and he pees on the lounge and then he leaves and they're looking over at the lounge with the, <laughs> the piss mark there uh, and that's exactly what happened as well. So, If you <sighs> see the image... You'll understand why that's the yes, absolute it perfect is unreal. Uh, and if you're not in punters and dribblers, you should be top shelf entertainment. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Eddie have created a great little community there. So, yeah, on that note, um, I think we might be done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. How good. Uh, thank you for joining us once again, guys. Uh, we'll be doing more of these news sort of segments and whatnot and sort of just chatting about what's going on throughout the season. Um, and, yeah, stay tuned for a few announcements coming up too. We've got a Patreon Yes. That's coming very soon, the Roo Crew. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We're going to have a bit of content in there for very, very keen Guru podcast listeners. So stay tuned for that. Very, very exciting. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We'll see you soon, Kat. Yeah, we will. And I was just going to say as well, if anything ever comes up that you guys think is a great story to chat about or yes. you, you feel like we should know something that's going on, because obviously there's so many players, so many things happening at any one time, yeah, send it through to one of us and, and we'll save it for the show. Yeah, and we obviously cover all like the real heavy rugby league things on Bloke in a Bar and on my normal podcast, but some of the funnier, lighter stuff in the yeah. game, I'd love for you to send them through so we can have a chat about them as well on these shows. So yeah. how good. Thanks for joining us once again. Like, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff for us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.